Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blue Welcome to the Man City Show. It's Nigel Rothband back in the chair, and there's lots, lots and lots of incidents, plenty to talk about this week following the 3-1 defeat to Chelsea on Saturday. So to debate and comment on that, I've and anything else that comes up, I've got two of my favourite guests of all time and Stuart Brodkin. Thank you. So, first appearance of the season, Mr Brodkin. You've been reporting from major, major sporting stadia around the world. I guess far too busy to come into the Man City Show, but it's very nice to see you. Thank you. You're welcome. Very, very good. And also, everybody's favourite stato, Paul Denby. Good evening. A view from a blue last week brought in a fantastic quiz question, so we're hoping you brought a fantastic bit of statistics with you today. We shall wait and see. And last but certainly not least, if you heard last week's show, 21-year-old Lisa Rabinowitz, who was the only person on last week's show to predict the result correctly. So we're going to start with you. Oh, you thank d- you. You did predict a defeat to the mighty yeah. Man City, to be fair. I did. So let's start, Lisa, with... Was it our inability to finish, or was it our poor defending? Both. As I think I said last week, when we don't take our chances, I mean, previously it's not been creating enough, but we created more than enough chances to win that game, and when we don't take our chances, our poor defence is highlighted even more so. And I, I, it doesn't take away from the fact that the defending is atrocious, but when you can't rely on your forward players to put the ball in the back of the net, then... The problem we have at the back is just even bigger a problem, and it just goes to show that the three years I've been bleating on about doing something about the defence, nothing has really changed, and if anything, it's worse. So, so I think you're, from what I'm hearing, is you're almost saying the defence is worse. Uh, the defence is worse. The defence is a much bigger overall problem, mm. but if we could 
if you know I, the game changes if De Bruyne puts that chance away, yeah. and, and I, you know, we'll never know. We assume we'd win it. We, obviously, no one knows that, but you know, we've we've not been scoring as freely as I think we were expecting to. Certainly, the way we played at the beginning of the season, I think people were expecting us to put three or four past most teams that came to the Etihad. We're not doing that, and because we're not doing that, you need to shore up the defence. One thing, the problem is we don't have the personnel to do it. But another problem is that we keep changing the defence every week. Um, and yes, that is me starting to criticise our manager. Mm, that was the first. Stuart, are you, you going to criticise the manager or are you going to criticise our defenders or are you going to criticise our goalkeeper or we can't put the ball in the back of the net or all nine of those? Where all, would you like to start? All nine plus the referee. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, there are three aspects to this defeat. One, and probably the, the most crucial, um, our defence. Two, our attack, or failing to create, as failing to, you know, take the chances that we made with some brilliant play, to be fair. And, and three, the referee. If he sends off Louise, which he should have done, game over. If he, if he gives a penalty when Gundogan went down after being tripped in the box, game over. If De Bruyne scores from five yards, was it? Reels, game over. So there were lots of crucial moments in that game where, where we could have could have won it, could have gone two nil, three nil ahead. Once we are in a situation where it's one nil, we're always we're always um, very open to conceding a goal. The goals that we did concede. I mean, I think on one of the podcasts at the end of last season, where we knew that um, Guardiola was coming, we gave a li- we all gave our own lists of players that we didn't want to be at the club uh, this time. Uh, Kolarov, Otamendi, I, I added Navas, and, and there were a few others, the fullbacks, and they're all still there. So we're not going to move forward until those that situation is. But we've also discussed we, he's not yes. going to change his squad in one transfer window. No, you can't. We, we, I exactly. totally agree. You know, you I couldn't totally change agree. the whole squad. And no, you can't I, change the whole squad. But I, you know, he might have been a bit more proactive to to find a centre back. We got rid of Mangala. Um, companies unfit to play more than one game every few weeks, so he needs a centre back. Maybe two. Stato, it's the defence. I can't add anything more to what my two colleagues have just said, except one thing about the goalkeeper. And it's getting to really start to grate with me now. My kids have a go at him every single week when they go and see the game. His positioning for their second goal was abysmal. And if he's a top-class keeper... I will eat my hat. Excuse me, he's not a top-class keeper. He's the world's best goalkeeper, according to fellow Chilean Manuel Pellegrini, who you may remember, Manuel Pellegrini, former Manchester City manager, the best goalkeeper on the planet. Why didn't he try to sign him? Well, we have to ask him that question, Stuart. But I'm merely giving you the facts here. Stato? I, I, I can see that Bravo can play the ball out. I can see he can use his feet well, and he'd be great if we could play 11 outfield players, perhaps. But we need... Somebody like, dare I say it, Joe Hart, who, when it's a one-on-one situation, and we've had plenty of those this season, gives us a fighting chance of saving the, uh, the goal. Unfortunately, the, last two goal, the, two, the second and third goal on Saturday, it didn't look as if he had a cat in hell's chance of saving it. And I'm sorry, he's just not good enough, or he hasn't shown he's good enough yet. Maybe time will tell. What would really impress me to prove that Guardiola is not just a very good manager, but he's a superb manager, is him actually turning around later on in the season saying, I've actually made a mistake here. Bravo is not what we need in the Premier League. I'm going to get Joe Hart back at the end of his loan period and play him in goal, perhaps. It's not going to happen, though, is it? No. It's not going to happen, no, is it? No, it's not going to happen, but I mean, he's, Bravo's static. When a cross comes in, 
he just stands there. And Joe would have made himself big for that, certainly William's goal. He would have cut down the space. He had yards of space to, to Bravo's left, to right, to got the left of the goal. Sure. And Hart wouldn't have allowed that to happen. His positional sense, as you say, in a one-on-one was, was superb. But you've got to, at the end of the day, yeah. in that one-on-one, you've got to, comp- you've got to criticise the defenders. Uh, yeah, whatever yeah, of you course. say, you know, yeah, you've, of course. Hart may have saved it. Hart may yes, have made I himself agree. bigger and all of that stuff. But he's not a goalkeeper. No. But I, for me, our full-backs worry me. You know, we played three at the back anyway. I'm not sure if that was the right thing. Um, particularly, you know, Sterling wasn't fit and he, he played Sane, which I thought was an interesting choice. Sane, who's not been, you know, he, he showed some touches of class, but he's not had a fantastic start. So in terms of the lineup, when you heard that lineup, Lisa, what, what was your view when you first heard that and saw the hour before kickoff? What was your view? I was a little bit surprised. I mean, I didn't know Sterling wasn't fit. So that was one. And, and I, you may all realise, actually quite like Nava. So I wasn't so bothered about that. And I actually think he played quite well. So I, I don't think Navas did get that much criticism from the game. Um, but... Sane, I think, was a mistake. I don't know, was Nelito injured? Um, yeah, he wasn't on the bench, was he? I, I, I quite frankly would have just played Nelito and Navas mm. because Sane, although he did look better in the second half um, and better when he moved in from the wing a bit, um, that was not, the for me, for a player that is clearly lacking a bit of confidence, that was not the game to have him up against, um, was he up against Moses? Uh, whoever he was up mm. against, uh, it just... It wasn't appropriate, and I think we really struggled. And to have him with Kolarov, uh, well, don't get me started. We won't. I mean, he's hardly played. He was kind of playing out of position as well. He's lacking in confidence, as, yeah, as Lisa said. It was a surprise selection, I thought. I think he's a very good player, but I don't think he is at the moment. I don't think Guardiola trusts him enough to play him regularly or uh, you know, more than a couple of games every so often. But he, I think he would be a good player for us. I mean, I don't think Guardiola would spend £27 million on a player who was a very good player, played for Germany. And I think he'll make it, but, you know, it's a, it was a tough game for him to start. You were surprised, you were obviously at the game as, as ever, Paul. Were you surprised when you heard that, that line-up? Slightly surprised, but obviously he tried to match the Chelsea formation. And he didn't do us any harm in the first half. Yeah. And as we've all said... We played pretty well most of that game. Up until their equaliser, we were the better team by a long way. It wasn't just yeah. close. Mm. And we could, and we keep saying the same thing, we could have been 2 or 3 up quite easily and it wouldn't have been an injustice to the scoreline had we been 2 nil or even 3 nil up. That's game over. So I think the tactics that they chose for the start for the first hour, the team was OK. All right, we, we know the full-back situation, but we played three at the back. I thought Sané had a decent second half, and he was OK in the first half. He got round the players a couple of times. He put some beautiful crossing. He put one on to uh, when he played Aguero in from the ball from Silver in the first half. He pulled it nicely back to Aguero. Aguero should bury that. OK, the defender got in the way. So I wasn't too disappointed with the team, and I'm not disappointed with the way we played. We should have won that game. And I think John Stone said... It should have been 3-1 to us. And he was right. But if we don't finish, we're going to do bugger all. So let's pick up on that, if we can, Paul. Because we've talked a lot about the defence, and I'm sure we'll come back to that and we'll get an opportunity to to talk about the, the January transfer window and who our targets are and all that sort of stuff at a show in the near future, I'm sure. Let's just talk about those missed chances then. What's going on in your view? Because Aguero... Yeah, he scored plenty, but he's missed plenty too, hasn't he? And, and maybe a bit of frustration <laughs> that we saw at the end bit, was yeah. a little bit of frustration, one could argue. Well, well, what's well, your view on Aguero? Well, with my Stato hat on, what, what I did is I looked at the chances converted yes. rate in the Premier yes. League. Yes, get I knew in you there. Wanted that. Come on. And we're about fifth or sixth in there, which isn't bad. 
It, Arsenal are actually top with their conversion rate, apparently. I didn't know that until I looked at this useless bit of statistic. So we're converting a reasonable amount, but we're, we're creating so many mm. more chances than other mm. teams. Mm. And Aguero, as a world-class striker that he is, should be buried. The one where he went round the keeper in the second half, when they screwed up badly, he should have scored. De Bruyne should have scored twice. He missed the one from three yards where he hit the bar. And he was also put through by, I think it was Sane. And yeah. he should have he hit it straight at the keeper. There's, there's several chances we're missing. So I think there were two incidents in that game where De Bruyne should have passed to Aguero and Aguero should have passed to De Bruyne. And there would have been two goals. But both took, it, took on their chances and neither scored. You know, I, I think if we're sitting here in a few weeks' time and say we're not creating, then we should be worried. But we're creating chances. We, for the first hour, we played really good football. As Paul says, we were the better side, and not by a few inches, by a, by a few feet. We were much much the better side, creating more. I mean, Hazard, OK, he should have scored first half, but apart from that, they did nothing until they equalised. So, you know, where do we go from here? That's the, that's the question. Yeah. Um, the Kevin De Bruyne miss, I, just, I mean, it, it, it was diff- difficult, wasn't it? I mean, it wasn't exactly an open goal, and he was quite far out, wasn't he? Let's be I honest. I think it was harder to miss. <laughs> I think my granny would have put it in, actually, to be fair. I might have stood a chance. Um, <laughs> and was it was it. from a Navas cross. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, you know, perhaps he was just in shock. I don't know. Um, oh, you know. Sometimes you would say it's just one of those days. I think what makes it worse is in, was how vulnerable we are when they counter-attack. And, you know, you know if it had finished one all. Okay, we wouldn't have been thrilled, but you would have been, oh, well, if we'd have just converted our chances, we'd have won the match. But it just, you know, all these things are just made, brought into so much more focus because of all the other things that went so terribly wrong around them. I think Otamendi challenged inside their half when Costa got turned in. Mm. I mean, it's a long way from home to challenge somebody why not wait you know stay off him a little bit well we said that before you know his judgment he is, goes to ground too so quickly he, he, he does, or he he does. He, he's hot headed I'm not saying I think he's a tough guy I think he puts in 100% in every game but I don't think he's got that sort of brain that company's got or a great centre of I mean Stones may well be the next company He's a little bit what getting injured every other week? Exactly. No, he's Please, he, no. <laughs> but he, you know, Stones has got quality about it. He, he he makes mistakes. Otamendi makes mistakes, but it appears that the mistakes that Otamendi makes are t- are so far out that we suffer very badly from them. And I don't think he's going to learn. But maybe that's what Guardiola said. Challenge in their half. I wouldn't, but I know. hope not. Well, listen, let's just take a a short break uh, and we'll be straight back after this. Give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203 817 4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. Well, welcome back. I just want to talk briefly about uh, the gentleman my father calls David Lewis uh, and his challenge on Aguero, because it happened quite early on. Um, and as a referee, I've got a view. But maybe, Paul, just kick us off. How did you see it? I forget where you sit in, in the stadium, actually. I, I, I sit at the opposite end, but I could see it clearly, and we all went absolutely <laughs> bonkers. Well, yeah, that's one word for it. Um, the, the language was choice. It was 
I can't see how the referee didn't see it. He put his whistle to his mouth as well, then looked across at his assistant, but didn't do anything when it was clear. It, Louise blocked his run. The minimum it was was an obstruction, but he knew Aguero was going to beat him for pace. He knew Aguero would then be clean in on goal. I think the referee bottled it because effectively it would it should have been a red card offence. And, you know, history was, it's irrelevant now. If Louise was sent off there, then Aguero doesn't get sent off later <laughs> in the game either and doesn't get a four-game ban. So it, a lot hinged on that. Well, not just the results. Where's the DeLorean when you need it? Any, any views different? Because I suppose I've got, I've got a, a potential different spin on that. that, that yeah, I think so. As a referee? As a referee. I mean, only two what about fi- as a City fan? Well, as a City as a city fan and a referee, I think I can okay. comment. Go um, on. And the host of the show, I think I'm allowed to go on three levels. Go Stuart. for it. Go for it. So nice to have you back in the studio. Go for it's it. It's been too long. <laughs> so I think you're absolutely <coughs> right, Paul. You've got a situation where you could have, only two things could have happened. One, he bottled it. Because you're absolutely right, his hand went to where the card is, the whistle went to the mouth. The only other thing that could have happened, and we'll never know, is that his linesman said something to him, his assistant referee said something to him that stopped him. That was something like, absolutely no way was that a foul. Or something, yeah? Play, play on, ref. You know, it, it wasn't a foul. And it's all about, let me just finish. It's all about angles, isn't it? It's, you know, we have the benefit. You know, you're at the other end of the stadium. You got, you're looking down. You know, those people watching on television have got, you know, a, a, an elevated view looking down. The referee and the, and the assistant referee are at ground level, players running across them, and they, they see it as a, from a different angle. I'm not saying it's right. As a City fan, I was incensed. Of course I was. I thought he's got to go. I'm trying to think of a reason why it didn't happen. It can yeah. only be two. He bottled it or the assistant referee said something to him. The referee makes the call there, not his assistant. The assistant was on the far side of the pitch looking at it straight on. The referee looks at his Louise ran across him to block his view. He can see Louise moving across. The linesman, or what they used to be called, is at the completely the wrong angle to make that call. It's a referee's call, of so course. he bottled it. Well, well, okay, but I'm trying to I'm trying to think of a reason here. I'm trying but to think, it's wrong. Uh, whether, I'm sure you're. I agree with you. I'm not saying it was right. Of course, he should have been sent off. Absolutely. I don't, I don't think the assistant referee would have said it's absolutely not a foul. He might have said it's your call, ref. Yep. I'm not sure. Yeah. But, you know, Aguero didn't make a big deal of it. He didn't nope. fall over 25 times. He did a bit later. He did later, but 25... He didn't we, do might, a, we might come on to that. He, did a, he didn't do a roll. He didn't roll over. So yeah. perhaps he felt it was such a penalty, such a certain penalty, that there's no need to, to not die. Well, but it, wasn't, it, it wasn't in the box. Definitely definitely anyway. No, no, it sorry, was. I don't mean it. The Telegraph actually said <laughs> it was such a bad foul. They, they said it was a penalty. <laughs> I'm serious. But, yeah, well, I think it was, it was some, some way outside. Even we yeah. wouldn't... Oh, the City fans think it's a penalty. Anything to add, Lisa? No, he should have been sent off. All right, let, let's go to the uh, let, let's go to the the end of the game then, if we can, and uh, just sort of sort of play back in our minds what happened. I mean, anybody here want to defend Aguero first of all for the challenge? No, just no. Help? good. So we can move on. I mean, it was it was a horrendous challenge, and, and for whatever reason, I think it's what happened next is what's interesting. Yeah, because we all know that the FA have charged both clubs with I'll read it. You know, failing to ensure their players conduct themselves in an orderly fashion and or refrain from provocative behaviour. Well, if we're talking about provocative behaviour, I think if nothing had happened, if, if Aguero just get, fouled him the way he had, Mister Taylor would have sent him from the field of play, and there wouldn't have been much argument, and we would have carried on. And I don't think necessarily, of course, it was a bad challenge. We'll agree with that. I think it's what happened next, wasn't it, that actually was the provocative behaviour. And those people are all still on the pitch with a yellow card and a bit of a rap on the knuckles. That's not right, is it? 
Aguero was chatting to the referee. He knew he'd been sent off. He wasn't angry with the referee. I think he knew in his heart that he'd done wrong. And then their substitute... Chalaba. Chalaba, yeah. Whatever. Nathaniel, to his his family. Nathaniel just knocked him over. I mean, Aguero was flat on his back. And then Fabregas... But he he ran 20 yards to do so. Yeah, I agree. Then Fabregas, who was not on the field of play, ran onto the field of play. Okay, it may not have been the worst slap in the world, but he slapped... Fernandinho across the face, lifting your hands, red card, knocking a player over, red card. What, what, were, the precise, what were the precise words you said they failed? Uh, the, the precise words from the FA um, this after, only this afternoon, Lisa, charged with failing to ensure their players conduct themselves in an orderly fashion and or refrain from provocative behaviour. I think if you're going to charge both clubs with that, you have to ask the question why only City had players sent off exactly. in the situation. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think, you know, I know to the letter of the law what Chalaba did maybe isn't a sending off, but he created this most ridiculous Absolutely. scenario that ensued, yes, a very poor challenge. And I am not defending Fernandinho or Aguero in this, but Fabregas is a vile little man <laughs> and always has been and just proved it even more to me on Saturday because he knew exactly what he was doing. He slapped, yeah, okay, it wasn't a terrible slap, whatever, not the point, slapped someone in the face, Fernandinho then reacts, and you can see on Fabregas's face, he knows exactly what he's done, because he then doesn't react at all to what's going on, because yeah. he's done the job already. And he knew where the advertising board was as well, a little sneaky look, I thought, well, I've got four yards to go yet, I haven't quite got there yeah, yet. He and backed to, away. Back, back to where I thought, oh, another couple of yards, and I can be over this advertising board and probably get him sent off as well. It was pure theatre, that piece. He knew, you're right, he knew exactly what he was doing and got the player sent off. Who's going to be the biggest loss here? And this is an interesting one. Fernandinho. That's interesting. You think Fernandinho, not Aguero? Yes. I'm not sure. I think they're both both equal because the goal scoring, Aguero still scores the goals. He's still the top scorer. His conversion rate this year has been fantastic. And the number of goals he's scored is fantastic. So we're going to miss that. To me, Iheanacho doesn't quite look there. But he's not getting enough time to play. So I I I think that's part of the problem. And... Uh, you know, we're also not that I think it's a massive loss. But we're also without Otamendi for the game against Leicester. So without without Ot- Otamendi, without Fernandinho, without Aguero, it's none of it's an ideal situation. But I'm, I I hope that Iheanacho will will play all the matches that Aguero is out for. And from that, I hope we will see an improvement match after match. And I have my fingers crossed about it. Uh, you know, don't wish to sort of criticise the young lad. He is only young. He's not an Aguero, though, is he? Let's no, be honest. No, no one's an Aguero yeah. except Aguero. But he, I think Lisa's right. He needs game time. He needs, yeah. he needs to be in the side more or less regularly, which he will be for the next four games. Um, see how he is. Judge him then. You said both. Come on, get off the fence here. It's not like you. So the, you've got to come down. You've got to, it's got to be one or the other. Who's the... Biggest loss, Fernandinho or Aguero? I need a name from you, Stato. Aguero. Very good. You asked for a name, I gave you one. <laughs> you did. And, and, and it doesn't it's... mean it. <laughs> it just gave me or a name. Fernandinho. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we've, we've had a couple of uh, questions on Twitter. I sort of threw it out there for people to sort of, uh, while we're together, um, just see if there's any questions. Um, one was the, the Bravo question, and we've kind of, I think, covered that. Someone's already asked about that. Um, and the other one is about uh, why Clichy for Sane. That, that, that was a, a, strange, a strange substitution, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, Any so thoughts too. on that? We've been, we've been asked to ask the question, so I'm asking it. Strange, but I have no idea why. 
Guardiola. What an insightful show we've got tonight for you, folks. Guardiola is his own man. He does things that you don't expect. He comes from left field. Maybe that's... It, Any it, thoughts? It, I have no idea. It may have made more <laughs> sense to bring on with Sanya and Zabaleta both on the bench. One of them yeah. move and then make color. I don't know. It, I just don't know why he did it. I've got no idea. We need Guardiola on the show next time. Do yeah. what you can, Nigel. I'll, I'll, I'll work on it from here. Uh, what does this mean for the league title? I mean, and, and we joked last week. You know, it's kind of the title decider, which of course it was. It wasn't. Does this? Does is it really that sort of significant in in the in the in the final analysis, is this going to be Chelsea's title and we're not going to do it? Or does it just make it a bit more difficult for us? What's your, what's your spin on it, Lisa? I, I said last week that I thought it was really not a, a great situation if we lost. I still believe that. I think it could come down to us having to go to Stamford Bridge to beat them. Having said that, I think we've got enough cock-ups in us that it could well be over before then. Mm. Okay. <laughs> right. Miss, miss Positive tonight, Oh, I'm you are. back again. <laughs> It's all over. It's all doom and no, gloom. We're being, I, we're being relegated. I don't, I don't think that. And also, you know, I mean, Liverpool lost in the most spectacular fashion. So now Arsenal are second. But I, it obviously it's not over yet. But I just think that... And I don't think Chelsea are that good. But they are getting results. Sure. How significant is it? At the end of the day, losing to title contenders or, uh, is quite significant at the end. We don't know until we get to sort of March, April, May. Clearly by May you'll know. Um, but, <laughs> end, but also, end, of, end of May, definitely. End, whatever, whenever the season <laughs> finishes. But you're now right, Lisa's right, you've got to now really go to Stamford Bridge in whenever the return matches and win because you've got to reverse that result. What I hope is that by March, April, we're still in there with a chance of winning it within three points or so of whoever's winning the leading at, at that stage. Then we've got a decent chance. It's, that's all you've got to do. You've got to keep right in there. All right, let's can we move it's a to marathon, e- not a sprint. Absolutely, can we move to Europe because we, we play Celtic what, personally. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we play Celtic uh, tomorrow actually, yep. uh, and this is not very important. You could argue to them, it's irrelevant to us. It's irrelevant, I guess. And, and what, what's it, are we going to play all kids? What, what's your no, view about? I think he'll play some kids. He's, he's talking tonight about playing Aguero because he's not banned. Yeah. That particular game, uh, Fernandinho is banned for that sending off that brutal assault. That's, that was outrageous. Um, we we discussed that last week. Why didn't we appeal that? Or is it not you possible? Well, I think two yellows. Second yellow. Second yellow. Uh, second yellow. Okay, fair enough. Um, I think we'll play some of the kids, not many. Um, I think we need a morale boosting win. I think Celtic will play this like it's their cup final. Yeah. They'll have whatever. 8,000 fans there, they'll make it into a, an occasion. And I think we've got to respond to that defeat. I think, you know, the defeat is not the end of the world. I think it shows that we need replacements to strengthen the defence, etc. So, you know. Yeah. So a bit, of a bit of a mix. So Aguero yeah. is going to play and he's going he's gonna, he to... He wants to win the game, doesn't he, now? I, I think so. Be, beat so. Chelsea 7-0 and he can kind of relax and play Celtic. all the kids. Celtic. Uh, sorry, <laughs> you're quite right. Sorry, I've got Celtic on my mind. So, so beat Chelsea 7-0 and he can kind of relax. Celtic. No, 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 no. I know what he's saying. Oh, I'm saying oh if, I see what you mean. Sorry. If, oh, if he, yeah. if he, oh, I was right. If he'd beaten... So let me put more words into my sentences. If he had beaten... Chelsea seven nil. Yeah, he could then afford to relax into. Yeah. into the game. I don't think he will. He's not that. But type having of lost, as I say, but he's not that a... type of manager anyway. But I don't think he'll treat any game with. Di- I don't think he'll treat Celtic with disrespect by no. playing a reserve team, which he yeah. won't. And I haven't changed my opinion from what I said last week. I think he will play a fairly strong side. I think yeah. he should play a fairly yeah. strong side. They still need to carry on playing the way he wants them to play together and, and get, get used to it. Yeah. And I know it sounds ridiculous, but. 
you know, I, we need to score some goals. Yeah. And, and, and it's not a guarantee. I, I'm saying this as if, oh, we're going to wipe Celtic away very easily. I don't think that's going to happen if they bring a decent side with them. How do you think we're going to line up then? you think a pretty strong side then? Or do you think I it's going to be different? Be a, I think it'll be a mixture. I think it'll be fairly strong, but a couple of the youth players getting a chance because he Matthew, needs to give them a chance. Matthew, yes, I think those two need a, need a chance. Maybe you should, should give the goal. Maybe you should give Gunner. Yeah. No, maybe you should yeah. give Gunner Gun a go. Could be. Could do, yeah. But, but then, of course, we've got the draw next Monday as well for the uh, next phase of the Champions League. So um, that will be interesting now. Who do you fancy then? Well, I suppose you've got to get that group sorted, and it's the winners, isn't it? You like something like Benfica, maybe. We need, we deserve a little bit of luck in this draw, yeah. don't we? So I'm not sure who's going to win that group. I mean, you've got Benfica and Napoli are in there. You've got PSG likely to win the Arsenal group. You wouldn't mind. You really, you just want to. We can obviously go and get Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Dortmund. Can't get Arsenal, we can't yeah. get Leicester. Or we can't Leicester. get Leicester. No. Yeah. You, you've got Dortmund who are winning their group. You've got uh, you know Bayern Munich and Real Madrid are both going to finish second, probably in, in there. Yeah. There, so you're avoiding Real and Bayern. So you you've got a decent chance of getting a reasonable draw. Atletico Madrid, I guess, is the other one you want to try and avoid. Although, who knows? Yeah. Well, there's another draw as well. We're recording this about sort of 20 minutes before the FA Cup draw, and we could we could play a bit of the game here, couldn't we? So see if you can predict who we who you, who you'd like then. So so kick us off then, Paul. Who's your money on? It's not who's my money on. It's who my money is not on. We have not drawn a lower league team from the League One or League Two since. There's my question. When was the last time we drew a team in the FA Cup below the top two divisions? Thank you, Stato. I knew we could rely on you. By the time this goes out, we'll know who we're playing, of course. But uh, so, uh... so I would like a team from League, League One or League Two. And there's 20 teams that have qualified for the latter phase, for the, for the third round. There are 63 other teams we can play in it. So you've got roughly a one in three chance of drawing a. A team some from non-league there. teams left. Well, including the non-league teams. So I yeah. guess I guess it'll be Chelsea then. So it'll probably be United. Chelsea away or United. United away. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, by yeah. the time or, this goes or out, Liverpool. By the time this goes out, we'll all know who it is. So, exactly. so uh, when was it? How, how long ago was it? You said. That, if, that, I, if I tell you how long ago, you'll get it straight away. Well, are we going to get the listeners then to guess then? Are we, are okay, we I'll, I'll tell you, but you've got to think about it. Like you did last week on last week's podcast. We did. You asked a question oh, and you were right. thinking about it for about 15 minutes. And we got so, some answers. In fact, get, Lisa, I will give you the answer. Lisa got one right. I got one right. Steve Cox, bless him, did not. You got two right. You got right. Yes. Uh, and then at the weekend, while we still think about how long ago it was... Uh, we then go to the champions, five thirty yes. kickoff. Yes, the the, the mighty Leicester. <laughs> so the, the uh, mighty Leicester can't buy a, a buy a win. So I guess they're looking forward to Manchester City coming to town. <laughs> We're very charitable. Oh God! It's nice to have Leicester back a relegation in a, battle. <laughs> oh no, but I both did, teams. <laughs> I, I did say that Leicester, if they gave too much. Um, paid too much attention to the Champions League were in danger of getting themselves relegated and so far it looks like I might be right Um, look they are clearly there for the taking at the moment and I would like to see a response from the weekend well we've got an excellent away record we've got the best away record in the league so we won six lost one um, so it's going to most popular score for us winning away is 2-1 so I'll go 2-1 away at Leicester on Saturday Stuart a prediction from you I know you like doing this 1-0 to who to City, not saying. <laughs> <laughs> he won't even say City. Exactly, my my very point, sir. The team in blue. I oh, know we won't be playing in blue. <laughs> the City in blue. Yeah, Man City. All oh, right, okay. Um, Come on, you were right last week, Lisa. Come on, let's have your prediction. Don't predict a defeat. Two all. 
Oh, Lisa. Jamie Vard is bound to score as well, you know, because he hasn't for 16 matches. You're not coming back on for a number of weeks, I can tell you that for a start. So back to your question then, Mr Denby. Remind us of the question, please. The question was, when was the last time Manchester City drew in the draw and the FA Cup had a lower league team from either League One or League Two? Twelve years ago. No, it was more recent than that. Okay, Seven years ago. I've got to do maths now. That's 2009. Yeah. No, we've had it since then. Mm-hmm. It was the year we won the FA Cup. 2010? 11. 2011-11 season. We started in 10. It <laughs> started in 10. Very good. Well, a no, good we question. Thank you, Stato. Do you want the answer? Yes. The answer was, or still is, Notts County. Oh, God, oh, yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Well, as I say... They're still the, in it. By the time this comes out uh, and this is posted, you will know who we've got in the FA Cup. Uh, but listen, that's it, I think, for, for this week. Unless anybody's got anything else. It's uh, many, many thanks to my three guests, to Lisa Rabinowitz, to Paul Denby and to Stuart Brodkin. This is Nigel Rothman saying thanks for listening and we'll talk to you all very soon. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.